<laughs> the Mischief Night Football and NFL Week 8 Recap Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs is on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is just out of Pick'em Scorchers. We can win 100 times plus every Sunday they're giving away 100K using promo code SGPN Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBotsBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, the MMA Gambling Podcast just launched our YouTube channel. To celebrate, we're giving away an MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash MMA hoodie for all of the spooky details. And with that, here comes a theme song. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. box. We are here live today on Mischief Night, the night before Halloween, October 30th, Monday. You're part of the C Block that is beginning. The, The mischief has already begun. On the C block, usually we do a college show at noon. Then I follow right after. It's around 145-ish. But today we had to switch it up. Dundee is moving apartments. So scary. Is there anything more terrifying than moving? I say no. So I was going to go first at noon. Pacific. This is all Pacific, everybody. For everyone who's keeping score at home. How can people say that? Forever those who are keeping score at home. Nobody. Nobody's keeping score. Um, then the internet went out. Even scarier. How terrifying. The internet's been out. It just came back here for the network here and the boys. Uh, moving and no internet. Horrifying. Horrifying. Terrifying. But we are back. C Block is starting just a little bit later. I'm actually in my normal time. Actually, a little ahead of schedule here, one thirty Pacific. So the live chat might not be as hot because people don't understand what's going on, but that's part of the mischief. But there's people here already jumping in. I appreciate it. Serial comes in here. Wants to know if I'm dropping mosquitoes tonight, too. <laughs> um yeah, right? I mean, he's part of the mischief. We'll get into some mischief. Mischief night football bombs. I'll get into that real quick. Uh, the Monday night Detroit Raiders game. Because it is time sensitive. It's also the sports equinox day. Is that what they call it? The equinox? Or the fucking... What is it called? Where all four major sports are playing today. NFL. NBA. NHL and MLB. I literally had to think about the four major sports. DJ CJ is correct. Todd Morse. Check out DJ CJ on YouTube. And all my YouTubes where I spin Coachella. Um, so I'll give out I'll give out an Equinox bombs too. How about that? That'll be fun. 
at the end, at the end, I'll do uh, I'll do a recap of the NFL, do an Equinox bombs, give out Monday Night Football now, and of course I got Man in a Box. Still some Halloween themes. I did a lot of Halloween themed over on Thursday's show. I still got a few more to do. A few more spooky puns, if you will. I don't know how puns get involved with Halloween, but they do a lot. Demons are a ghoul's best friend. That was a fun one I heard the other day. That's pretty good. Demons are a ghoul's best friend. Ghoul just sets yourself right up in demons. One of my favorite ones, which I created myself. Not even uh not even part of the old stock hot Halloween jokes. Go ahead and put your favorite terrible Halloween jokes in the chat. <laughs> but this is a true this is true. This is about ghosts in general. And um this is a serious issue that I need to talk about here on the in the bottom line bombs. Um, and that is uh over sixty percent of all ghosts that are haunting uh Houses here on our, on our on our surface here on Earth are actually autistic. You realize that they're now diagnosing these ghosts as autistic. We already knew they were clumsy when they knock over things, but now they are. Now we find out that a lot of these ghosts are autistic. That's true. Apparently, they uh, they're all on the spooktrum. <coughs> the spooktrum. Do I still have a lisp? Let me just say, if you booed that at home while you're listening, if you booed that, then you're part of the problem because now you're adding to the puns. You can't boo my punts. A ghost pun, that is. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into it. Let's get into it on Sports Equinox Day, the Monday Night Football. I already gave out uh, the Raiders plus nine and a half for the contest on Thursday. Now it's down to seven. 46 and a half. Kind of like, kind of like Detroit now. Uh, <laughs> with the wood that came down to seven. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't get blown out. He'll lose. Oh, he won't win for you, but he won't get blown out. But seven is not a number I like. We gave out nine and a half on Thursday. That I liked. Eric Turner wants to know how many Down syndrome ghosts are there. Down syndrome. Well. Sadly, none of them will get treated, but uh, they do have a lisp. They're very, they're very annoying ghosts. What they? That's the problem with them. I mean, yeah, they're dead and all. I'll get into that. But, but they, um, I told you we stayed at the Shining House back when we did shows there in Estes, Colorado, and like, there'd be ghosts in the rooms. And we're like, not, not now, ghosts. I need some sleep. I can't. I don't even want to open my eyes because if you're there, I can't go to sleep. And if you're not there, it's the whole thing. Ghosts uh, are annoyed by me. It's Christmas season at Home Depot. Not here. It's spooky season, Todd Morse. Spooky. Look, you get spooked. But it's mischief night tonight. It's not even Halloween yet tomorrow. I'll get to all this in the man in the box. We got to get to this game. Although, is there a better place to have mischief night? The night before where it's just vandalism and just violence and in Detroit City with the Raiders and the Lions. Two just absolutely horrifying fan bases. So scary. Um, so I'll just give out a few props because I have the Raiders plus nine and a half in the contest, which we want. Although 
I'll talk about that in a second. I actually switched off it. Uh, at seven, I don't know. I kind of like Detroit. First half Detroit, anybody can, but doesn't matter. That's not what we're doing. We're gonna give out two props. We're gonna give out um, Jacoby Myers over sixty-one and a half receiving yards. We'll bomb that. Jimmy Garoppolo, for some reason, likes the second. He likes the second uh, receiver better than the first. Devontae Adams not having fun in Vegas. I like when Devontae Adams came out a couple weeks ago and saying, yeah, I'm basically better than the Raiders, the team, this entire team. I'm better than them. So use me accordingly. And then they threw him, and then in Chicago, he just dropped the touchdown. Yeah, I mean, not for that game, you know. But normally, my normal circumstance, I'm better than the Raiders. So Jacoby Myers has been playing great. So we'll go with him over 61 and a half yards. Uh, Garoppolo, 10 targets to Myers in three of the last four games. How about that for a spooky stat? Um, he also doesn't lose by more than eight points. He just doesn't do it. But they can get destroyed tonight. Who knows? Anyway, uh, another one I like is, is, is uh, Jameis. The Detroit Lions. See, Amron St. Brown apparently has the flu. The boo, the flu. So Jamison Williams, his lumber is low. 27. He can run the ladder. I didn't bring my ladder. Fuck. I do actually have it in the other room. I'm not getting it, though. But his overrun is 27 and a half, and I can get all the way up to 80 yards plus 800. We'll bomb that. So we'll go James Williams over 27 and a half. Jacoby Myers over 61 and a half. Those are two bombs. And uh, we got the Raiders in the back to cover whatever we do here. Now, what are we at? We're at spooky uh, mischief night. They're going to show They're gonna show fans in the audience. They're all dressed up. There's going to be Darth Vader. They're going to see the Raiders fans. And the Raiders, they're like what I talked about on Thursday. They're that house where you don't know if, it, they're, if they're actually dressed up for Halloween or if this is just what they do every day. It's just, or if it's just like this scary house, is this house decorated or is that just neglect? There's a car in the front yard. I don't know what that means. I know it's terrifying. I know that. I don't know if he knows there's a holiday based upon this. What's the other one I wanted to do? He doesn't know. Um, and then you get the Lions fans who just, they just burn down houses. Everything's just burning. Um, so anyway, yeah, we'll talk about spooky season, man, in the box. Uh, we'll give out the uh, sports equinox. We have a lot of recap we got to do. Thank you for joining us on the YouTube. Oh, we got some people coming in the chat room, even though the times are messed up. Thank you, C-Generates, and welcome. And we, it's not quite Christmas season just yet, but first, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy, it's a way to play alongside your favorite football team. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five in the Pick'em Scorchers. Enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. For a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sunday continues. Underdog Fantasy, 10 lucky players will win 10K each. An Underdog Fantasy spicy play that I like is Jacoby Myers to score a touchdown. That's over one and a half times spicy. Get that in there. I think he's going to have a nice game. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. And the MMA Gambling Pod Podcast Contest. The MMA Gambling, Pod Gambling Podcast. Why is that hard for me to say? Just launched their YouTube channel. In honor, we're giving away MMA Gambling Podcast hoodie to one lucky winner. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash MMA hoodie. 
Submit your entry today. Make sure to subscribe to the MMA Gaming Podcast on YouTube. And we are back here in the bottom line, Bob's. Oh, I am your host. So much to talk about. Let's talk about some bad beats in the bomb recap. And then we'll get to, uh, oh, I'll talk a little bit about the Colorado-UCLA game I went to over the weekend at the Rose Bowl. Um, have some difficulties, but it's fine. We're here. We survived. And we'll do a man in the box and a sports equinox bomb. Todd Moore says Jets and Giants set the record for most punts. Who had that prop? It was probably even money with that insane game. Let's talk about that Jets-Giants game. The Jets won in overtime 13-10 if you didn't. Uh... <laughs> I was speaking that Holy Ghost language. This is uh, cereal. It was a mouthful. I can't say gambling. I still can't say it. Podcast, MMA, pod, well, I don't know why. doesn't matter. Anyway, just talk about these Jets-Giants. So, the Jets had a miracle win, 13-10. A lot of controversy. Not controversy. Just, just terrible. It was terrible, terrible football. Tyrod Taylor got hurt, which is what he does. We all knew that was going to happen. Not only does Tyrod Taylor get hurt. Let me get, to, let me get to talk about Tyrod Taylor real quick. Tyrod Taylor gets hurt in the Giants game. He gets, like, cinematic injuries. He doesn't, like, hurt his knee. He doesn't get, like, normal football injuries. He doesn't get, like, oh, he rolled his ankle. He hurt, broke his collarbone or tore his ACL. You know, your average football standard athletic injuries. He gets, like, cinematic damn near death injuries that, like, your grandparents get. Like, oh, he's got a lacerated lung. What? Yeah, they rush him to the hospital. Everyone's praying around his bed tonight. Good Lord, what happened? Uh, his spleen burst on him. His spleen? There was two the charges. He got a, his lung got punctured because of, of malpractice with a doctor who used the wrong needle on him. What the fuck? What is this, a soap opera with this guy? I mean, God bless him, but, I mean, come on. What kind of injuries are these? It's amazing. Anyway, Tyrod Taylor goes out. So the Giants bring in a guy named Tommy DeVito. Ferrari. Hey, Tommy DeVito, get the fuck in there. Who the hell is, first of all, who the hell is Tommy DeVito? I love him. I love it. And it seems like he won a, he won a, did he win a contest? Was he just a Jersey guy who won a contest? Because Dable, the coach of the year, wouldn't let him throw the ball. He just wouldn't let him do it. It was amazing. Like, yeah, we're just handing off to Barkley, and if we throw it, you throw it behind the line of scrimmage. Well, what the fuck? Did, how did he get this job? Is he? A, did he? Was it a theme writing contest? He is a professional quarterback, right? I know his name's Tommy DeVito and all. Ferrari. Give me a Ben DiNucci if you're gonna do that. Hey, everybody eats with a Ben DiNucci. I mean, there's all kinds of XFL quarterbacks, but this guy can't fucking throw the ball. I don't get it. If you can't trust him to throw it, why is he on why is he on the roster? That's what back that's what coaches always do. Anytime a backup quarterback comes, they act like they just got him off the street and he has no idea how to throw a forward pass. He just knows the plays or doesn't even know the plays. Okay, just don't fuck it up. Just hand it off. You're right. You're right, Todd Morris. No uh 
No phone call from the old, from the old Uncle Kevin. What happened was, so Tommy DeVito, Tommy DeVito comes in there. He hands it off a left. He hands it off a right. And then they take a knee. And they do, no, they do absolutely nothing on offense. Nobody does anything on offense. Then they finally say they finally sack Zach Wilson. It seems like the game's over. They have the ball with a minute to go. Jets only have two timeouts. Or something like that. I don't know what the fuck happened. Next thing you know, Gano misses a 30-yard field goal, and the Jets get down there in two plays, and uh somehow they don't do anything all day, and they, they move the ball 60 yards in two plays, kick a field goal, tie it up, then win in overtime on a bullshit interference call. I bought them giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> there was a couple things with that. How about with the Jets? There's a controversy online with the, how the Jets spotted their own ball, which they did. That last play over the middle of the Zard, clock's ticking. They just spot their own ball. They grab the ball, center puts it down, nowhere near where it was. The ref, the ref sprints by and touches it like he's fucking, uh, <laughs> like he's doing some kind of heist move. Like, now you see me, now you don't, whatever that movie is, when they go running by and they slide the fucking, you know, whatever they're trying to steal. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, the ref goes by and just grazes the ball. Okay, that's spotted good. Spike it. Let's get out of here. And we come. The ref even said, Jets come back in a win. Tommy DeVito, we spoil your party. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> Captain Sano says he grew up in Brooklyn. He knew at least three Tommy DeVitos. Well, I think one of them was out there yesterday. And I'm not saying Tommy DeVito's bad. I hope he's got, I was on board. Let's do it. Tommy DeVito. What a great Jersey giant story. This is, but they just don't let him throw the ball. What the fuck? I mean, why is he on the team? If he can't throw a ball, if you can't trust him to throw a pass forward, 10 yards. I'm not saying you got to do an air raid offense or anything, but he should be able to throw the ball past the line of scrimmage, getting paid a professional salary. You knew Daniel Jones was hurt. You knew Tyrod Taylor gets injured in the most soap opera ways. He's going to get a lacerated spleen or a punctured lung or malpractice or the wife is someone's going to try to poison him or some like Tyrod Taylor goes down <laughs> in some kind of crazy way. Have somebody sign somebody if you don't trust this DeVito. This DeVito. I don't know. I'm not even a Giant fan. I'm an Eagle fan, but. I hate these Jets more. I think I, that's what I realized watching that game. It's funny watching the Giants lose like that, but I don't like these Jets either. I don't like how they keep winning. <laughs> and Robert Sally, how does he keep getting rewarded? Oh, my God. Anyway, anyway. Get Matt Barkley, something. Dable, didn't you like him in Buffalo? Dable, man, so bad. Here's the thing. It's fourth and one. Everyone's saying they should have go for it. And he should have. You probably should have went for it. You make it, you win. If you miss, it's the same situation, but even less yards. You know than if you miss a field goal. But Gano was hurt. He's obviously hurt. Why are they lying to us? No excuses. Okay, great. No excuses. But he's hurt. Your kicker is hurt. It's obvious. You can't hide that. So bad. 
Bacon. Bacon still. You know what? Who might get? I'm glad they lost. Ah, bust them giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Oh, did I not start to stop watching? Oh, well. Oh, well. All right, let's get off that game. I can't. I can talk about. It. I can talk about a Tommy DeVito and doing the doing the time doing the time. Get Ben DiNucci. See, if you listen to my XFL show, I was a big Ben, De, bigger Ben DiNucci fan. Everybody eats. So you eat, I eat. Everybody eat. I know. Sierra the Jets are two and one for the MCs. They beat. I mean, if Giants, Eagles, they crush everyone. Yeah, Dallas was a hiccup, but I don't. They beat Buffalo. They almost beat Kansas City. And the thing is, I don't even think their defense is that good. They're like 24th in the overall rank. It's crazy, but somehow they. It's just a narrative. Oh, and then Aaron Rodgers was throwing passes. This guy, what a relationship he has with science. To what fucking McAfee tweeted. Yeah, he has a dumb one. He has a dumb relationship with science because he's dumb. Aaron Rodgers is dumb. And it's not his fault. What's his fault is that we listen to him. And we do. All right, I got to get off that game. Uh, let's talk about the bad beat of all bad beats, the Baltimore game. How about that one? That was something. Um, Baltimore, if you had Baltimore nine and a half, minus nine and a half, I feel bad for you. It looked like Arizona was literally just scrambling to backdoor just to cover. They weren't trying to win the game. They were trying to cover. They scored a touchdown, and they went for two to try to cover. Then they got an onside kick, and they were smart. They kicked it to Nelson Aguilar. They're down 10. Aguilar tries to short hop. What is Aguilar doing? How is Aguilar on your hands team, first of all? It was that guy who used to catch babies that was better than Aguilar, for crying out loud. Um... <laughs> That's a scary, that's a spooky take if you want if you want to ask me. Serial thinks he do this solo solo devil. Talking about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's not coming back. He can throw a football. Great. But Nelson Aguilar is on your fucking hands team. He doesn't know what's going on. How do you want? I mean, you can't have anyone. I would I would rather have. <laughs> I'd rather have Ray Lewis with a bandana out there. Sign him. And catching babies, Aguilar out there. Unlock Aguilar. We were catching babies. The best was about that guy catching uh, the guy in the fire building who said uh, catching babies. There was multiple babies being thrown out of that building. <laughs> anyway, um, Aguilar fucks up the onside kick. Arizona gets it. They drive down. Uh, they kick the field goal to cover. They didn't even. There's one. I mean, you would think if they were really trying to win the game, because a field goal was the right play. You're, you needed two sc scores. But they would have spiked the ball and they kicked and saved themselves time. They didn't. They ran through one in the end zone. They took time, whatever. They're like, you know what? Let's just cover and get out of here. And then Aguilar, uh, I'll give Aguilar credit. He did get the second onside kick. <laughs> He's got a good 50% rate of catching on sidekicks. That's that's good, I guess. Anyway. 
They had, they had people trying to say it wasn't a bad beat because Arizona and the game. I hate. Listen, I, I I do hate when people overuse the term bad beat. When when teams are like trying to win the game, like that's not a bad beat if it's still competition, you know, for the actual outcome of the game. But this was a bad beat. If you had Baltimore, that was a bad beat. They weren't gonna. They were never gonna lose that game. And Arizona did all that scrambling just to fucking cover the spread. So anyone who tells you that's not a bad beat, don't you go ahead and you go ahead and uh you go ahead and punch them. Anyway, where were we? Uh what was the other one? Seattle Cleveland was a pretty bad beat if you had Cleveland, I think. Seattle was up 17 nothing early, but then Cleveland dominated the entire game. Then they were winning at the end. And Geno Geno Smith, he's just so funny. Like I said, he's the only guy who can win comeback player of the year and lose it and then win it all within the same game. He does like an entire season in one game. Comes out on fire, then he's awful, then he just throws picks. Like, God, he sucks. Then he rallies and they win at the end. Hey, I love Gino. He wrote back. Like, wait, what, what did he come back from? Being terrible. When was he terrible? Last quarter. Remember that? There were a couple drives ago how awful he was. He's insane. Seattle can't. I mean, Pete Carroll probably loves that they gave him money because he's a f- head case too. They're all just schizophrenics. But it looked like the Browns were going to finish that off. Miles Garrett just dominating again. Boy, Miles Garrett's come a long way, hasn't he? I mean, he's a great defense player. Uh, it wasn't too long ago when he was trying to smash M- Mason Rudolph with his helmet in the face, and then. Uh, then he completely made up that he said the N-word to him. Remember he said, remember he, remember he just threw that accusation out there and got no penalty for that? That's cool. <laughs> what a long way he's come from false accusations of the N-word and smashing someone with your helmet to beloved. Now he's doing skits and he's leading the league and sacks. and Good for good for Miles Garrett for bouncing back from that. Anyway. PJ Walker, the best. I liked when Seattle scored. The Seattle scored, um, you know, touchdown at the end there to Jackson Nigajuba. Speaking of N words, um, to go up four, and then they show PJ Walker on the sideline on, on the bench. He's like nodding his head. They always show the other quarterback. Okay, all right. How much time we got? Forty five seconds. Yeah, that's that's not enough time for me. I need an entire game to, to drive down and score. Like he's nodding his head. Like okay, all right, it's over. Not like, yep, yeah, I'm going to come back. Like, no, P.J. Walker is a, is a nightmare. How is P.J. Walker a fucking starting quarterback? It's incredible. Give me Tommy DeVito, somebody. No, I'm just kidding. P.J. Walker wasn't that bad. People, were, but, uh, but I look like when people are trying to say that P.J. Walker is just as good as Deshaun Watson. No, he's not. He's not the same as Deshaun Watson. And Cleveland did that with the Colts game. Like when Deshaun Watson went down with concussion. Like, yeah, why don't you sit down? Because he didn't have a concussion. He was trying to draw a penalty. Like, yeah, we'll just sit down. We're going we're gonna to ride this P.J. Walker. Okay, ride P.J. Walker. See how long that lasts. Seattle is not only in second place in the NFC, they're, they're winning that NFC West. Now that your Niners have collapsed, the Rams are a disaster. What the fuck happened to the Rams? How about, how about that two-point conversion? McShay's throwing Matt Stafford out there to be a receiver. He's got a broken hand, a broken finger or something. What are you doing? Why would you have Matt Stafford do anything other than 
drop back straight in the pocket, not move, whip the ball to one of his tiny white receivers, and then get embarrassed about his wife's podcast. That's the only thing you should have Matt Stafford doing. Incredible. But Seattle, they, they're they winning enough. They go to Baltimore. Um, I won't look ahead, but Cle- everyone's going to be on Cleveland for Survivor. I don't know if I can get behind P.J. Walker. Not during a Josh Dobbs breakout game. Anyway, uh, that's the bad beat recap. I'll come with a quick break. I'll do, I'll do the – I'll recap the bombs that I gave out for the contest. UCLA-Colorado game. I went to that. I'll tell you a little bit about that. And I'll give you the sports equinox for four-teamer bomber for all four major sports that are playing today. Baseball, hockey, basketball, and football. Professional leagues are all playing today. Amazing. And, of course, a man in the box. But first, let me tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. Hall of Fame bets. The – oh, I think I have a thing. for. I should probably put up a thing for this. Hold on. Let me put up a thing. Let me put up a thing. I think I have it. Or maybe not. Oh, I do. Here we go. There it is. Hall of Fame bets for people watching at home. Enter any parlay idea at Hall of Fame bets. Revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. And we are back on the bottom line, Bobs. I oh, thank you for joining me. CJ man. About that, but uh, yes, I know there's trades going on. People are breaking the NFL trades in the comment booth. Case JC from KC says hello to the C generates. Don't apologize for being late. It's all right. The C block is here for you. The show goes down the annals of history. It goes. It's recorded. You know, what you do is you watch it live on YouTube. You hit that thumbs up button. You liked it. You know you're already subscribed. I know that. You hit the like. And then it comes through the podcast, the Spotify, the iTunes, wherever wherever pods are told, wherever you listen to that, you, you like that, you five-star review that, you, you share it to 50,000 your friends, whatever needs to be done. And then a copy of this goes right to the Smithsonian. They want to hear my mischief night bombs in the sports equinox. So don't worry about that. We're just we're glad to have you, JC. Captain Insano breaks some news. Al Williams traded from Giants to Seattle. Good move. Uh, the bombs. We went three and two in the contest, winning week. We won with um, what do we win with? We won with Denver, outright winner over KC. Carolina, outright winner. And New Orleans, they bombed them. Um, I did a four hundred one k switch from New Orleans. To be honest with you, I took I switched Vegas to New Orleans. Something something about the thing tonight scared me, but I like Vegas tonight. Uh, we lost Green Bay and we lost Washington because I had a bad number. I got six and a half, but hey, what are you going to do? I, that's why. That's why I wanted to switch off. I was going to switch off Washington because of that bad number, but I didn't. So I can't say that I did. So we went three and two. That's fine. 
Washington was hilarious. They were up seven and they lose by four. They almost lost by 14. Then they came back to fucking score. And then Ron Rivera and let <laughs> Ron Rivera is the, I mean, he's just the best. He's the best. If ever it was a time to go for two, it was that when you made it, you made it when you're down 14 and then he made a seven, then he could have got the, you know, but I think he was literally thinking of the point spread. Who knows? But that's what they say. If you're down 14, you go for two in that first one. If you make it, then you only need seven and you win. You don't have to go to overtime and beat them all that. And if you miss, you can go for two and tie it. But how about that play where he, uh, there was a fourth down. Ball hit the ground. Should have been incomplete. Devontae Smith incomplete. And uh, the red, the commanders, sorry, almost dead named him. Don't challenge it. They don't challenge If they challenge it, it's a turnover. A huge turnover at the end of the game. They asked Robin afterwards, like, oh, I couldn't see it. I still don't see it. I still haven't seen it. What happened? Did he catch it? They're like, no. All the reports are like, no, no, he didn't. Did you notice anything funny when the entire Eagles offense sprinted to the ball 30 yards up down the field? When all of a sudden they're running a hurry-up offense with three minutes to go, up seven. Did you did you notice something weird about that? Huh. Well, Okay. Well, there you go. There what goes. He's a fucking old grandfather who, who doesn't know technology. Eric Terman is a Redskin fan, if I recall. Commander fan. I keep calling him. Like I said, I don't... Not that it's up to me to say what's offensive. The term Redskins, yes, it's very offensive when you use uh, an Indian as your mascot. So just change the mascot. And put a sunburned Irishman like me up there, and then Redskins is fine. Put my face on that helmet, you cowards. Terman says, Washington, six first round picks in seven years, and their defense stinks. They sure do. My God, that's secondary. AJ Brown. People are like, why don't you double team AJ Brown? They were. It didn't matter. They were terrible. Whew. Eagles scored 35 points in the last half, second half plus a minute. They they scored right before halftime. That was insane. So anyway, we lost those two, but we won those other three. What else do we have? Green Bay. Holy shit! I and I feel bad for Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? What if they? What if the Jets traded for Kirk Cousins and then he tore his Achilles? The second it happened. How Jets would that be? Uh, you got to feel bad for Kirk Cousins, but um, it was amazing. The pa- Vikings have a short week, big upset over San Francisco, perfect spot for Green Bay. They, and it, there's no, I'll give the Packers this. There's no other team in a league that's like that, I feel, that three minutes, five minutes into the game, you're like, oh, okay, this is what this is. They have no chance of winning this game. They get it out of the way early. Jordan Love stinks. Matt LaFleur, my God, I heard this stat. In the last five first halves, they have nine combined points, Green Bay. They like getting blown out early. I spotted a few cows on that one, if you know what I mean. Um, Serial says Leonard Fournette might be joking Buffalo. Or picking Buffalo. Go for it, Fournette. 
Um, so I will never take the Packers again. This I swear to you, see generates. Although this this is my the Packers are slowly becoming my Broncos of last year. I would take the every time every week I would swear off the Broncos with Russell with Russ, and then the the line would make me take them. I'm like, all right, I one more shot. Why not? And I'm gonna do it with the, I know I'm gonna do it with these fucking Packers now. Because you couldn't buy lower on them. And they're gonna come back to me, and I know I'm gonna come like in a, an abusive relationship with these Wisconsinites. I'll probably wind up taking them again, but they are so bad. Joining, I know you meant joining, cereal. I like but joke your your typo of joking was probably more correct. Because if Buffalo signs Leonard Fournette, who knows who's joking? James Cook's not the problem with Buffalo. Leonard Fournette's not going to Buffalo. And they got their win. But, well, now that was a backdoor. That Thursday night game, Tampa Bay. Although Tampa Bay almost won it with a Hail Mary. Have you ever seen a Hail Mary like that where the ball just landed safely down on the ground right next to a receiver? With this, no one touched it at all. How was that possible? How was that possible? That's the name of the show. All right, let me move on. Where are we at here? Um, that's the recap of the bombs in the NFL action. Once again, we are and we go into week nine coming up. Oh my God. Uh, college football. I went to the UCLA Colorado game at the Rose Bowl. I mean, Ooh, that's a hot guitar. Just combining shit. Um, that's the CBS college football. That's between the hedges shit. Um, yeah, I went to the UCLA uh, Colorado game here in Los Angeles. Had a difficult time with tickets. I won't get into that because there is a certain app I don't want to name unless I have to. If I have to bring it to the C-Generates, if I have to put the public pressure on them, I will. But I won't do it yet. Because I have other things I could complain about. Namely the park. <laughs> oh, my God. We got in there, general mission. It was wild. It was an electric atmosphere, that's for sure. A lot of cowboy hats, all these new Colorado fans. They're pretty obnoxious. UCLA fans, it was homecoming. They don't even know his game is going on. Colorado backdoored that one with a touchdown. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The story, Todd Moore says, someone stole Colorado's jewelry. I was not in the locker room. Although, I should have. Whoever was in on that inside job to steal the Colorado diamonds and necklaces, I could have used it to pay for parking. That's for sure. At the road, my God, I was hoping to hit the fifty-fifty just to get unstuck. There was no fifty-fifty. Park on a golf course ten miles away. Then it's pitch black. You can't find your car. There's no fuck. There's a barely a floodlight. Like a wiffle ball game is going on. But yeah, that was a story that came out of it. So all of the Colorado players' jewelry got stolen out of the locker room. I hate to laugh because it sucks, obviously. And uh, but is there a? I mean, is there a less sympathetic victim than millionaire college kid at football players and their diamond necklaces in their locker room? Come on. 
Stealing's bad, but if you're going to steal from someone, steal from a fucking rich 19-year-old. That's what I that's what I've always said. I did not steal their jewelry. But what are you going to do with that jewelry? That's what I imagine because I imagine they're all fucking they're pretty they're pretty individualized. What's that number 19 Buffalo Shakur Sanders and Nald Diamonds? No, no, yeah, no, I got that was just mine. It was a gift for me. Anyway, how much do you want for it? I would love for I would love to, will you buy this off me? Pawn shop? No, I swear this is mine. It says I ain't hard to find. Receiver. <laughs> D back. What's up, Land Elliot? Um Good game though. Till Dion scored at the end of cover. Getting out, getting in there. There's two lanes to get in there. I mean, if I don't know how you do it. My advice to you, if you're going to the Rose Bowl, is don't. <laughs> I don't know. People go in and out like third quarter, fourth. It doesn't. I mean, it's just wild. I don't know what you got to do. Anyway, Will Levis. Serials excited about, about to steal Tannehill's job. Yeah, that was that was another thing. I mean, I wasn't on that Atlanta Tennessee game, but I'm like, well, Levis is bad. But then he was just whipping balls up like eh, underhand and DeAndre. He was smart to give it to DeAndre Hopkins, that's for sure. Hopkins probably bullied him into that. But anyway, yeah, I, that, there'll be more of that. There'll be more of my day at the Rose Bowl of the UCLA Colorado on the ticket situation later down the road. Let's just say there's a current investigation going on. It has nothing to do with diamonds. It has to do with me, them trying to rip off the man in the box. They don't know the power that I got with C generates. They don't know. Once I unleash you guys on their, on their site and start hammering some reviews. Who am I kidding? You guys don't even review my show. I have no power. Fuck. This should be Tommy DeVito's theme music. when I bring him out. Hey, Tommy, you know how to fucking quarterback? Get in there. Just, just give the ball to Saquon. Don't you throw it. Don't you dare throw the ball. Hey, Tommy, just hand off if you know what's good for you. You don't throw the ball anywhere near the past the line of scrimmage. You hear me? You can throw it to the side. You can throw it backwards. Don't you fucking dare even look at Wendell Robinson. He's not for you, okay? Hyatt ain't for you. You're better off tossing it to a Monty Tumor, if you know what I mean. Well. You're right about that, Todd Moore. C-Generates are better than Swifties. And I don't need you yet, C-Generates. I don't need... Um, uh, just get, just get, keep your anger stewing. Just keep your anger stewing. And for that, first, let's get you some money, though. How about the sports equinox today? We got NFL football. We got uh, NBA basketball. We got uh, baseball. I don't even know if there's a baseball sound here. Is there a baseball sound here? Spinal. Not at all. <laughs> I'll just, what am I talking about? This is the baseball song. We got World Series. And we got ice hockey. I don't want to waste the, 
the tragedy, the Zippy tragedy song. Oh man, I always forget the Deshaun Watson. We have a Deshaun Watson sound, but I got. Why don't I just get my own board? I'm not touching Deshaun Watson. Serial things, Riverboat Ron to be the first coach fired about the cash. He is rocking chair, Ron. We like to call uh, someone called him here in the show. And then um him who's this amazing. Oh, was it incomplete? I still I still don't know. I like I'm admitting it how ignorant he is. He's so funny. Todd Morris, Jimmy Kimmel, UCLA Rose Bowl parking lot are on the shit list. You're goddamn right, Todd Morris. And not only that. Some of tickets, but let's do the sports equinox first, and then we'll do a man in the box. So all four sports tonight. Let's do four plays, and let's do four bombs, and let's hit. Um, let's do a separate Detroit Vegas game. We'll do a over forty six on that one because in that dome in a Pontiac Dome, mischief night. Jimmy G, I, all Jimmy G. All I needed you to get the twenty. Oh, just get the twenty. Detroit will take care of the rest. But I do. I see like a, I, I do see like a twenty a twenty seven twenty type game. Um, so we're going to go over that for football. In the NBA, Chicago Bulls, Indiana Pacers, in Indiana lines minus three. Put that together. Let's take the Pacers minus three. The Bulls, I don't know if you know this, after the first game of the season had a players-only meeting. What? That's not a good sign. They got blown out the first game at home by the Thunder. Then uh, Billy Donovan, the coach, comes in the locker room. Everyone's screaming at each other. Donovan's like, whoa, hey, hey, guys. Did I, did I come at a bad time? Should I leave? And the player's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, coach. All right. Sounds good to me. I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go talk to the press. How about that? They're, they're not expecting me. But, and then and literally the reporter's like, what are you doing here? You're usually not here for another half hour. Yeah, I got kicked out by my team. They're having a players-only meeting, and what? And what did that? What did that uh, happen with? Happen with? They had a miracle comeback win to beat Toronto by one in overtime. But I just don't think these Bulls are good, or yet. And Indiana is, so we're bombing Indiana minus three. The third sport, hockey. There's been a couple streaks going on with ho- hockey. It's tough, tough to handicap. I just find out a streak that's going on, and, and I made it. Vegas was undefeated. I played them for a while. Then they lost. All right, now I'm off them. San Jose hasn't won yet, and they don't look like they want to win. I'll be fading them next time they play, but they don't play tonight. But one streak that has been going crazy is the Carolina overs. Every Carolina hurricane game has gone over by a lot, except for the last two. So now it's come back down to six. Philly versus just. Don't think about it. That's the best thing about hockey. The less you think about it, the better you are at it. So just take that Philly Carolina over six bomb. And then, of course, the fourth sport of the sports equinox, the only day. Is this the only day? I guess this has happened maybe Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, maybe Thursday. But anyway, today's a sports equinox day. You can bet all four professional sports leagues. World Series game three, Texas, Arizona, Max Scherzer versus Pfft. Pfft. I don't trust either one of these guys. They're like, which Scherzer's going to show up? What do you mean, which Scherzer? The Scherzer that's been showing up. What do you think, the, the 2017 Scherzer's going to show up? That being said, I just um, stubbornly can't take Arizona. So we're going to take that over nine. 
take that over. I think, and I don't trust Vat either. He's been awful all year. He had a couple good playoff starts for very good versus the Phillies, but saved their series actually. But so was Montgomery and uh, Navaldi, and they got lit up. So I, I think let's just keep playing these overs till it doesn't hit over and out one. So there's your sports equinox quadro foursome. Yeah, Captain Sano said the meeting went so well. Zach Levine scores 51 with zero assists. <laughs> yeah, I had a great meeting. And uh, Zach's like, what did you come up with it? I think everyone else is terrible. So I will not you, do the old give and go. Give me the you give, <laughs> give me the ball, you go to hell. That's the give and go I play. Eric Turner says, sooner they gotta give the enemy a shot, the better. In Washington. Yeah, well, Ron Rivera's got to go. Why not give the enemy a shot? I don't know. Like we said, I don't know what the enemy does in these interviews, but he must be a psycho where all these teams are like, yeah, this. I don't know if this is a really good idea. Speaking of spooky pitches, Cyril says, yeah, I know. Scherzer is spooky. Fact is, they're both spooky. And Max Scherzer, like I said, like he, yes, he's a legend, Hall of Famer, but he's been hurt and he's old and he's ruining teams. <laughs> and, but, the, but, but he's Max. He does, you just can't say no to him. Bucci's like, I can't, no one can say no to him. He's going to go out to the mountain. We can't, we're going to hire security to stop him. You need a bouncer and you're still not going to stop him. Those old ass fucking pitchers. All right. That being said, let's get. Uh, so that's the recap of that. Now, let's get into the. Oh, man. Was I fucking. I'm sorry, guys, on YouTube. 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 Why don't you tell me, commenters, that I was locked in the box? See, this is the box when, when I'm doing the. The uh, close-up, and this is the wide angle my, with my the thumbnail that I make on Canva. Look at this. This is what I do for you guys. Mischief Night, NFL Week 8 recap. I got a Raider fan there, some pumpkins. That, that Day of the Dead Lions logo. Toilet paper. That's what Mischief Night is. It's uh, vandalism. Trick or treat. That's what trick. Trick or treat. If you don't have a treat for me, I'm going to trick you. Now, it's not going to be a trick. You're just going to destroy a property. You're, you're going to commit a crime. Mischief night. It's crime night. Anyway, I apologize for not giving you the wide angle. And thank you for enduring that show of the close-up of me. But now we come into the box. So let's do it. All right, we are here, and thank you again, everyone, watching live on YouTube in the spooky. It is spooky season. It's spook season. You can't say spook season. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that when I said that out loud right now. It's spooky season. Did I spook you? That's what I say. You can say spook. I got spooked. Oh, you spooked me. But you can't say spook. That's a, that's a slur. Crying out loud. It's an outdated slur, but it's still a slur nonetheless. Davido knows what I'm talking about. Ferrari. Italians are good at slurs. They, 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 they're good at slurs that you don't even know. Ah, this fucking eggplant over here. What? 
Marjol. This is my Marjol over here. This is Jean Oak. This is Mournier. That's what it is. That's what they call him. Anyway. Italians. <laughs> they are dirty. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's spooky season. Uh... I was talking about that last time with the houses that get over the top and everything's just scared. Everyone's a prank scare and they're like jumping out of the bushes and hey, grandpa hiding in the coffin. He pops out. Oh, look at that. He spooked you. Well, we just put him in there to get used to it. Cause it's, you know, we're going to see what, see what he likes. Like you're going car shopping, you go coffin shopping. But that's weird, the house you go up to and they're hiding in the bushes and it's just a fucking jump scare. Like, how long have you been hiding in those bushes? Are you, are you there for eight hours? What is the fucking deal with that? One is... Well, like, dirty Seinfeld. What is the fucking deal with spooky season? And pranks! Spook pranks is a genre. <laughs> And Halloween candy. So I went to go buy some Halloween candy for trick-or-treaters. It's crazy. I mean, they mark up these prices. I get. I know you can get cheap candy after Halloween, but I mean, this is insane. You can spend $100. Now you got to get, that's it. You got to count it off. Two bags and that's it. Lights out, kids. If you don't get there early, too bad. No, no trick. No fucking toilet paper in my place unless you want to chip in for this shit. This is outrageous. The prices are it's, it's one up again. It's one up another fifty percent. I read. And here I am. You know what's also tough when I realize trying to get candy. And they don't. They don't make it easy for you. They sell bags of Halloween candy in twenty four. It comes in twenty four pieces. But they sell razor blades in packs of eighteen. So here I am in a store. It's so annoying. I'm trying to find out the lowest common denominator so I can put razor blades in all my candy. What, I got to buy five, five bags of razor blades and three, ba four bags of candy? How's this work? I need a, now I need a Texas Instrument T181 calculator. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's an old Halloween joke and tweet I, I throw out there every year. Yeah, it's funny. I, I throw that out there as a joke. It's, it's, a, it's, a jo it's a play on the hot dog and the bun trope. Trope? I just say trope. Um, but I suppose that. And then some crazy lady on Facebook went to me. That's not funny. You want to talk about all the kids that die? All this shit. I'm like, this the razor blade and candy's not a thing. It never was. It's a myth. No one's putting razor blades in candy. Certainly not putting drugs in it. That's a new thing. Gummies and animals. Yeah, that's what people are doing. People are giving away drugs to children. No. You know what drug addicts do with drugs? They they do them. They do the drugs. They do not give away drugs. The only people that get free drugs are women. Women get all the free drugs they want. Kids, no. But razor blades in the candy is not a thing. That never was. How hard would that be? And if you're just eating a generic candy, you deserve a little razor blade in there. No one mind a razor blade. It's like sneaking something into prison. Anyway. All right. I'm going to tell a quick story. So I promised this on Tuesday. As I clean my ear. My drive here. This is fun for me. 
I'm speaking of see generates. I feel like I orchestrated. I feel like I orchestrated this. I live in live over in Hollywood, in a busy intersection of La Brea and Franklin, which is above Hollywood. That's where I drive, whatever. And there's this intersection. So if you're coming, if you're if you're making a left on La Brea, La Brea is a very uh, busy road. And people make a left onto La Brea from Franklin. And it gets all the way backed up at Hollywood, which is the next big block south. So the, the traffic backs all the way up. So much so that every time this light turns green red, there are cars caught in the middle of the intersection because they want to like they want to make the light, but there's nowhere to go because it's backed up. And this happens every single time. Cars will do this two, three times in a row, seeing seeing someone else do it right before them, but they don't care because it's L.A. L.A. just doesn't give a... L.A., people are just... They care about themselves only. Like I said, every driver out here is a character in their own video game. They do not care what who they hit, who who they're cutting off, whatever. It's just them. They're just... Into, I got to get over there. So I want to move over three lanes, and they switch lanes like they're falling into bed. Like, oh, I got to go there. Anyway, these cars make a left, and they get caught in the intersection, so the cars on the other side going straight through cannot go through because they're blocking the intersection with traffic. So then a green light turns into red and you're stuck and you've made no progress. So you see it happen every time. You hate it. The other day, though, it was amazing. We all band together. The people that get the people that can't get through because these idiots get stuck, get themselves stuck in the middle of the intersection. We all banded together to use our horns to attack this one guy. And it was one of the most beautiful, angry things I've ever seen. So much so that I take this. I used to. I only take that route um, if I had to. If I have to, I can make a right getting out of my place because there's so much morning traffic. So like I could go around to it. Now I now I seek it out before this moment because I've never because this is one of these moments like you just don't get. So anyway, this car sitting in the middle of the intersection. We're all looking. We're all looking at each other to light. Like can you believe this guy? Can you believe? Look at this. Hey everybody, look at this guy. And the second that light turned green, it was like a fucking pole position. Deet, 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 deet. We all slammed on the horn. It's <laughs> fucking you motherfucker laying on the horn. And this guy is like a sitting duck staring straight ahead. He couldn't look to the right or left because, you know, and we're all and we're all being nice with each other. One by one going around this guy because we have to converge into one lane, but laying on the horn the whole time. You motherfucker. We're basically like my parade video guy. But it was justified. And I went from and I went from being mad to laughing out loud. <laughs> Within two seconds, as soon as everyone collectively hated this guy and we and we brought our anger together in unison, it became hilarious. So now I go back just for this. I, I almost kind of want to like. I kind of want to go there on foot. Like, you know, people come up to you at a light, like either asking for money or sign a petition or something. I don't want to do that just to get awareness of everyone. Okay. Now let's honk at these dumb mops that don't care. And they just sit themselves anywhere.
Terman says, I'm against capital punishment, but I'll make an exception for people get stuck in the middle of the intersection. Now this, Eric, I swear, doesn't have to be capital punishment, but this would this this felt satisfying. It really did. This was all of us got to lay on our horns directly at him and take our turns, mother effing him to the streets. Back to the curb. And especially this intersection, because they see what happens. They just see it and they still do it. Oh, I really wanted I, re, I was really hoping the rest of it, the, all of us who did that in that intersection laid on the horn, were like, we're going to go out somewhere and just enjoy it. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go to breakfast. Or go out a bar. I mean, God damn it. That was beautiful. Man, we probably went back to hating each other. That's what we do. Oh, man. Anyway. You're right. Those gummies ain't cheap. That's going to do it for today's Man in the Box. I don't know why my voice cracked like that. I gave a little Peter Brady on the way out of there. Man in the Box. Um, thank you everybody for joining me on YouTube and if you are listening wherever pods are told make sure you subscribe give a five star review oh you know what I want to do now I've, next show I, I will give out the contest free man in the box t-shirt for the best review from last month I do have a winner I, I'm trying to contact them now actually uh, but I'm going to do a second one oh man I got speaking of that video that I made about the parade guy with me screaming in a car which I told you is very therapeutic and a car screaming um I've been, getting I've been getting a couple of videos sent to me of their own like fan versions of just other oh, angry. So I'm going to do a contest with that. I'll explain it next show. But we're going to do a uh, we're going to do a contest like that. I believe a screaming about parlays, whatever you want to do. But it's got to be inside your car, and it's got to be man in a box. So Todd Morris wants to know if I found a costume. I'm trying to get out of here, Todd Morris. You're asking me those questions yet? Uh, I know. That's a problem with LA too. You need costumes. You need a good funny costume for the Instagram. That's all it is. It's for the Instagram. It's not for going out. Maybe, maybe barely a party. It's all for the photos. A parade video with Tommy DeVito next to me would be amazing. Um, I'm thinking of maybe going as that guy in the bear, the the cook guy. See, when you're a bigger guy, you need big guy costumes. One year I went as, which was a club, I haven't been a good costume since. I went as, um, oh my God, what's his name? Run the Richard Jewels, I went as. So it was Run the Jewels, Killer Mike, but also as Richard Jewel, the Atlanta bomber security guard. That's when the movie came out and the whole thing. And I look like Richard Joel a little bit. So that was a good costume. I had a, had a security. I was dressed as a security guard, but I had the Run the Jewels logo on there. I, that was good. I need something like that. You need to combine two things. So I might do the guy from the bear who's got all the tattoos. He's an actual Canadian cook or whatever the fuck his name is. And um, I don't know. I have no idea. Or I might not do anything. I'll do something. You'll Listen, there'll be photos of it. Now you're distracting me. You guys are great. I love you guys. Um, this weekend, I'll be in Vancouver at the House of Comedy. If anyone's in Vancouver, British Columbia, I'll be there. Um, but I'll also be back. I'm also doing today, I'll do the college experience with Colby Picks Dundee after this. That's part of the C Block. And then Thursday, we'll be back doing the C Block again, college show. And, of course, the Bottom Line Bombs on one Thursday at 1.30. We'll do more 
bombs and survivors and all that things and things of that nature. So thank you, everyone, for joining me. That's going to do it for today. Enjoy the sports equinox. Mm -hmm.